0: Section 6 of Geneva Conventions, August 1949. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Gary Dickerman, Claremont, New Hampshire. Convention Header, Chapters 1 and 2. General Provisions, Wounded, Sick, and Shipwrecked. Geneva Convention for the amelioration of the condition of wounded sick and shipwrecked members of armed forces at sea of 12 August 1949 the undersigned plenipotentiaries of the governments represented at the diplomatic conference held at geneva from april 21st to august 12th 1949 for the purpose of revising the 10th hague convention of october 18th 1907 for the adaptation to maritime warfare of the principles of the Geneva Convention of 1906, have agreed as follows Chapter 1 General Provisions, Article 1 Respect for the Convention. The high contracting parties undertake to respect and to ensure respect for the present Convention in all circumstances. Article 2 Application of the Convention. In addition to the provisions which shall be implemented in peacetime, the present Convention shall apply to all cases of declared war or of any other armed conflict which may arise between two or more of the high contracting parties, even if the state of war is not recognized by one of them. The Convention shall also apply to all cases of partial. OR TOTAL OCCUPATION OF THE TERRITORY OF A HIGH CONTRACTING PARTY, EVEN IF THE SAID OCCUPATION MEETS WITH NO ARMED RESISTANCE. ALTHOUGH ONE OF THE POWERS IN CONFLICT MAY NOT BE A PARTY TO THE PRESENT CONVENTION, THE POWERS WHO ARE PARTIES THERETO SHALL REMAIN BOUND BY IT IN THEIR MUTUAL RELATIONS. THEY SHALL FURTHERMORE BE BOUND BY THE CONVENTION IN RELATION TO THE SAID POWER if the latter accepts and applies the provisions thereof. Article three, Conflicts Not of an International Character In the case of armed conflict not of an international character, occurring in the territory of one of the high contracting parties, each party to the conflict shall be bound to apply, as a minimum, the following provisions. Item 1. Persons taking no active part in the hostilities, including members of armed forces who have laid down their arms and those placed au de combat by sickness, wounds, detention, or any other cause, shall in all circumstances be treated humanely, without any adverse distinction founded on race, color, religion or faith, sex, birth or wealth, or any other similar criteria. To this end, the following acts are and shall remain prohibited at any time and in any place whatsoever with respect to the above-mentioned persons. a. Violence to life and person, in particular murder of all kinds, mutilation, cruel treatment, and torture. b. Taking of hostages. c. Outrages upon personal dignity in particular humiliating and degrading treatment d the passing of sentences and the carrying out of executions without previous judgment pronounced by a regularly constituted court affording all the judicial guarantees which are recognized as indispensable by civilized peoples item two the wounded sick and shipwrecked shall be collected and cared for an impartial humanitarian body, such as the International Committee of the Red Cross, may offer its services to the parties to the conflict. The parties to the conflict should further endeavor to bring into force, by means of special agreements, all or part of the other provisions of the present Convention. The application of the preceding provisions shall not affect the legal status of the parties to the conflict. Article 4 field of application in case of hostilities between land and naval forces of parties to the conflict the provisions of the present convention shall apply only to forces on board ship forces put ashore shall immediately become subject to the provisions of the geneva convention for the amelioration of the condition of the wounded and sick in armed forces in the field of august 12 1949 Article 5. Application by neutral powers. Neutral powers shall apply by analogy the provisions of the present Convention to the wounded, sick, and shipwrecked, and to members of the medical personnel, and to chaplains of the armed forces of the parties to the conflict, received or interned in their territory, as well as to dead persons found. Article 6. Special Agreements. In addition to the agreements expressly provided for in Articles 10, 18, 31, 38, 39, 40, 43, and 53, the high contracting parties may conclude other special agreements for all matters concerning which they may deem it suitable to make separate provision. No special agreement shall adversely affect the situation of wounded sick and shipwrecked persons of members of the medical personnel or of chaplains as defined by the present convention nor restrict the rights which it confers upon them wounded sick and shipwrecked persons as well as medical personnel and chaplains shall continue to have the benefit of such agreements as long as the convention is applicable to them except where express provisions to the contrary are contained in the aforesaid or in subsequent agreements or where more favourable measures have been taken with regard to them by one or other of the parties to the conflict article seven non-renunciation of rights wounded sick and shipwrecked persons as well as members of the medical personnel and chaplains may in no circumstances renounce in part or in entirety the rights secured to them by the present convention and by the special agreements referred to in the foregoing article, if such there be. Article 8. Protecting Powers. The present convention shall be applied with the cooperation and under the scrutiny of the protecting powers, whose duty it is to safeguard the interests of the parties to the conflict. For this purpose, the protecting powers may appoint, apart from their diplomatic or consular staff, delegates from amongst their own nationals or the nationals of other neutral powers. The said delegates shall be subject to the approval of the power with which they are to carry out their duties. The parties to the conflict shall facilitate to the greatest extent possible the task of the representatives or delegates of the protecting powers the representatives or delegates of the protecting powers shall not in any case exceed their mission under the present convention they shall in particular take account of the imperative necessities of security of the state wherein they carry out their duties their activities shall only be restricted as an exceptional and temporary measure when this is rendered necessary by imperative military necessities. Article 9. Activities of the International Committee of the Red Cross The provisions of the present Convention constitute no obstacle to the humanitarian activities which the International Committee of the Red Cross or any other impartial humanitarian organization may subject to the consent of the parties to the conflict concerned, undertake for the protection of the wounded, sick, and shipwrecked persons, medical personnel, and chaplains, and for their relief. Article 10. Substitutes for Protecting Powers. The high contracting parties may at any time agree to entrust to an organization which offers all guarantees of impartiality and efficacy, the duties incumbent on the protecting powers by virtue of the present convention when wounded sick and shipwrecked or medical personnel and chaplains do not benefit or cease to benefit no matter for what reason by the activities of a protecting power or of an organization provided for in the first paragraph above the detaining power shall request a neutral state or such an organization to undertake the functions performed under the present Convention by a protecting power designated by the parties to the conflict. If protection cannot be arranged accordingly, the detaining power shall request or shall accept, subject to the provisions of this article, the offer of the services of a humanitarian organization such as the International Committee of the Red Cross, to assume the humanitarian functions performed by protecting powers under the present convention any neutral power or any organization invited by the power concerned or offering itself for these purposes shall be required to act with a sense of responsibility towards the party to the conflict on which persons protected by the present convention depend and shall be required to furnish sufficient assurances that it is in a position to undertake the appropriate functions and to discharge them impartially. No derogation from the preceding provisions shall be made by special agreements between powers, one of which is restricted, even temporarily, in its freedom to negotiate with the other power or its allies by reason of military events, more particularly where the whole or a substantial part of the territory of the said power is occupied whenever in the present convention mention is made of a protecting power such mention also applies to substitute organizations in the sense of the present article article eleven conciliation procedure in cases where they deem it advisable in the interest of protected persons particularly in cases of disagreement between the parties to the conflict as to the application or interpretation of the provisions of the present convention the protecting powers shall lend their good offices with a view to settling the disagreement for this purpose each of the protecting powers may either at the invitation of one party or on its own initiative propose to the parties to the conflict a meeting of their representatives in particular of the authorities responsible for the wounded sick and shipwrecked medical personnel and chaplains possibly on neutral territory suitably chosen the parties to the conflict shall be bound to give effect to the proposals made to them for this purpose the protecting powers may if necessary propose for approval by the parties to the conflict a person belonging to a neutral power or delegated by the International Committee of the Red Cross who shall be invited to take part in such a meeting. End of Chapter 1 Chapter 2 Wounded, Sick, and Shipwrecked Article 12 Protection and Care Members of the armed forces and other persons mentioned in the following article, who are at sea and who are wounded, sick, or shipwrecked, Shall be respected and protected in all circumstances. It being understood that the term shipwreck means shipwreck from any cause and includes forced landings at sea by or from aircraft. Such persons shall be treated humanely and cared for by the parties to the conflict in whose power they may be, without any adverse distinction founded on sex, race, nationality, religion political opinions, or any other similar criteria. Any attempts upon their lives or violence to their persons shall be strictly prohibited. In particular, they shall not be murdered or exterminated, subjected to torture or to biological experiments, they shall not willfully be left without medical assistance and care, nor shall conditions exposing them to contagion or infection be created. ONLY URGENT MEDICAL REASONS WILL AUTHORIZE PRIORITY IN THE ORDER OF TREATMENT TO BE ADMINISTERED. WOMEN SHALL BE TREATED WITH ALL CONSIDERATION DUE TO THEIR SEX. Article 13. PROTECTED PERSONS. THE PRESENT CONVENTION SHALL APPLY TO THE WOUNDED, SICK, AND SHIPWRECKED AT SEA BELONGING TO THE FOLLOWING CATEGORIES. ITEM 1. MEMBERS OF THE ARMED FORCES OF A PARTY TO THE CONFLICT as well as members of militias or volunteer corps forming part of such armed forces item two members of other militias and members of other volunteer corps including those of organized resistance movements belonging to a party to the conflict and operating in or outside their own territory even if their territory is occupied provided that such militias or volunteer corps, including such organized resistance movements, fulfill the following conditions. a. That of being commanded by a person responsible for his subordinates. b. That of having a fixed distinctive sign recognizable at a distance. c. That of carrying arms openly. d. That of conducting their operations in accordance with the laws and customs of war. Item 3. Members of regular armed forces who profess allegiance to a government or an authority not recognized by the detaining power. Item 4. Persons who accompany the armed forces without actually being members thereof, such as civilian members of military aircraft crews, war correspondents, Supply contractors, members of labor units or of services responsible for the welfare of the armed forces, provided that they have received authorization from the armed forces which they accompany. Item 5 Members of crews, including masters, pilots, and apprentices of the merchant marine, and the crews of civil aircraft of the parties to the conflict, who do not benefit by more favorable treatment. Under any provisions of international law. Item six. Inhabitants of a non occupied territory who, on the approach of the enemy, spontaneously take up arms to resist the invading forces without having had time to form themselves into regular armed units, provided they carry arms openly and respect the laws and customs of war. Article fourteen handing over to a belligerent. All warships of a belligerent party shall have the right to demand that the wounded, sick, or shipwrecked on board military hospital ships and hospital ships belonging to relief societies or to private individuals, as well as merchant vessels, yachts, and other craft, shall be surrendered, whatever their nationality, provided that the wounded and sick are in a fit state to be moved and that the warship can provide adequate facilities for necessary medical treatment. Article 15. Wounded Taken On Board a Neutral Warship If wounded, sick, or shipwrecked persons are taken on board a neutral warship or a neutral military aircraft, it shall be ensured, where so required by international law, that they can take no further part in operations of war. Article 16 Wounded Falling Into Enemy Hands Subject to the provisions of Article 12, the wounded, sick, and shipwrecked of a belligerent who fall into enemy hands shall be prisoners of war, and the provisions of international law concerning prisoners of war shall apply to them. The captor may decide, according to circumstances, whether it is expedient to hold them, or to convey them to a port in the captor's own country to a neutral port or even to a port in enemy territory in the last case prisoners of war thus returned to their home country may not serve for the duration of the war article seventeen wounded landed in a neutral port wounded sick or shipwrecked persons who are landed in neutral ports with the consent of the local authorities, shall, failing arrangements to the contrary between the neutral and belligerent powers, be so guarded by the neutral power, where so required by international law, that the persons cannot again take part in operations of war. The costs of hospital accommodation and internment shall be borne by the power on whom the wounded, sick, or shipwrecked persons depend. Article 18. SEARCH FOR CASUALTIES AFTER AN ENGAGEMENT After an engagement, parties to the conflict shall, without delay, take all possible measures to search for and collect the shipwrecked, wounded, and sick, to protect them against pillage and ill-treatment, to ensure their adequate care, and to search for the dead and prevent their being despoiled whenever circumstances permit the parties to the conflict shall conclude local arrangements for the removal of the wounded and sick by sea from a besieged or encircled area and for the passage of medical and religious personnel and equipment on their way to that area article nineteen recording and forwarding of information the parties to the conflict shall record as soon as possible in respect of each shipwrecked wounded sick or dead person of the adverse party falling into their hands any particulars which may assist in his identification these records should if possible include a designation of the power on which he depends b army regimental personal or serial number c surname d first name or names, e. date of birth, f. any other particulars shown on his identity card or disc, g. date and place of capture or death, h. particulars concerning wounds or illness or cause of death. As soon as possible, the above-mentioned information shall be forwarded to the Information Bureau, described in article 122 of the geneva convention relative to the treatment of prisoners of war of august 12 1949 which shall transmit this information to the power on which these persons depend through the intermediary of the protecting power and of the central prisoners of war agency parties to the conflict shall prepare and forward to each other through the same bureau certificates of death or duly authenticated lists of the dead they shall likewise collect and forward through the same bureau one-half of the double identity disc or the identity disc itself if it is a single disc last wills or other documents of importance to the next of kin money and in general all articles of an intrinsic or sentimental value which are found on the dead these articles together with unidentified articles shall be sent in sealed packets accompanied by statements giving all particulars necessary for the identification of the deceased owners as well as by a complete list of the contents of the parcel article twenty prescriptions regarding the dead parties to the conflict shall ensure that burial at sea of the dead carried out individually as far as circumstances permit is preceded by a careful examination if possible by a medical examination of the bodies with a view to confirming death establishing identity and enabling a report to be made where a double identity disc is used one half of the disc should remain on the body if dead persons are landed the provisions of the Geneva Convention for the amelioration of the condition of the wounded and sick and armed forces in the field of August 12, 1949, shall be applicable. Article 21. Appeals to Neutral Vessels The parties to the conflict may appeal to the charity of commanders of neutral merchant vessels, yachts, or other craft, to take on board and care for wounded, sick, or shipwrecked persons and to collect the dead vessels of any kind responding to this appeal and those having of their own accord collected wounded sick or shipwrecked persons shall enjoy special protection and facilities to carry out such assistance they may in no case be captured on account of any such transport but in the absence of any promise to the contrary they shall remain liable to capture for any violations of neutrality they may have committed. End of chapter 2. End of section 6.